What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. Hope everybody's having a tremendous day. If you need help or a loved one needs help, you can contact my direct line. It is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. So something that's been on my mind um, is the topic of California sober. What do I think about California sober? Um, Is that a real solution? Is that still sobriety and such on and so forth. So, you know, I'm just going to touch on it, just give my opinion. Right. And, and, um, I mean, honestly, let me just come out and say right off the bat, like my opinion, listen, it doesn't really mean shit to be quite honest with you. Like everybody has their own, everybody has their own way of dealing with, with recovery and, and addiction and, uh, what they define as as their uh, uh, sobriety or their recovery. So, you know, I, I kind of start off by saying, like, listen, my opinion is just my opinion, right? It doesn't I don't speak for everybody. It's just what I think about it, and um, uh, you know, I, I'm just gonna kind of touch on it, right? Because I know, I know Demi Lovato uh, just just speaking speaking about her in particular. She has come out and said, you know, that she's she still drinks and smokes, but um, but is still sober or something along those lines. I don't want to I don't want to put words in her mouth. But she did use the term California sober, you know, so basically, for those of you that don't know, California sober, uh, the, the, the definition is basically people that um, that still drink and smoke, um, and consider themselves sober. Now, listen, like I said, I I really don't have an issue with people that want to, want to drink and smoke and can like, if you find a way for it to work for you, you know what I'm saying? Like mazel tov, you know, I've got nothing against that. I'm content with my life and, and knowing what I'm capable of handling it and, what I'm capable of and what I'm not capable of. And and I know for myself, um, I can't smoke or drink because it's going to turn into heroin (laughs) straight up. Like it's going to turn into heroin. It's going to turn into benzos. It's going to turn into Coke. Um, that's the way that I roll. Like I tried the, the bud thing. And and, I mean, that's what I started with. You know what I mean? And eventually I graduated. I graduated to pills. I graduated to E. I graduated to to Molly and and um and doing coke and everything else. And eventually it led me to homelessness with a needle in my arm. Now I'm not saying that this is the case for everybody, right? That that we doesn't lead uh down this path for everyone. Um but I do know that one of the biggest obsessions Or I I don't even want to call it an obsession, but like one of the biggest questions I I know came, it comes for a lot of people when they enter recovery is, can I drink again someday? Can I get high again? Is this a forever thing? And I always tell people, listen, just take it one day at a time, you know? Um, But a lot of people have this obsession to be able to smoke normally or be able to, to drink normally and 
I know for me, I know for people like me, it's just not possible. I tried it, you know, I'm the type where if I have a drink, man, and I'm not even, I don't even consider myself a true alcoholic because I, I, I didn't really, I didn't really, um, drink like that. But when I did drink, I drank like an alcoholic. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I didn't have the consistency of your, um, of your normal alcoholic, but I did drink to get wasted. Like once I have one, that's it. I'm off to the races. I'm not having one or two or three or four. I'm having fucking 10, 15, 20, 50 <laughs> until I'm, until I'm passed out, you know? And so, um, the idea for, for people like me, um, to try to go back and kind of reverse their steps and to just start smoking again, even though they started with that, um, it's very, very, very difficult to do. Um, and for most people, it does not work. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't work for everybody because I do know people that had heroin issues or had Xanax issues or um, was doing was doing cocaine every night. And, and now that they just smoke bud, you know, and it works for them. But man, it, it's a fine line, you know, because it's really tough to to get high and trigger those thoughts of using and to not think about the thing that you once craved at one point, you know, it's kind of like, if I know what my favorite flavor is, then why am I going to settle for like my third favorite that, you know, that's how it works for me. Like that's how it is in my mind. I know what type of high I, I used to crave and what I used to like. So why am I going to settle with my third favorite flavor or my fourth or fifth when like, you know, I was so used to doing something else that I know that I really enjoy, I really crave. And that was my, that was my drug of choice. Now the term California sober, what bothers me about it, I don't hate on people that are getting are in recovery from a certain substance and, and go to something that is a lesser evil. I mean, listen, that's, that's harm reduction, you know? Um, that's the, that's what harm reduction is. It's, it's, it's kind of shifting and, and doing something that is, um, less lethal or, or, um, in a, in a more controlled manner. And a lot of people use bud for proper harm reduction from other drugs. The problem that I have with the term, which I, I just don't, I don't like personally, is I hate the, I hate considering it sober, like, like the name, um, sober should not be in that fucking terminology, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you, you can't tell me that you're getting drunk and you're smoking weed every day but you're sober, you know, that's, that's like, again, it's my opinion and, and I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers, but it, it just doesn't make any sense. Like if you, if you, you know, if you look up the, the term, um, sober and what it means, sober, an adjective, not affected by alcohol, not drunk. That is what sober means. <laughs> that, like I'm, I'm reading you the definition literally right now. Okay. 
Um, the most common meaning of sober is not drunk. People who drive need to be sober. Sober sounds like a lot like somber and it often means, um, you know, okay. So, so anyway, like the, like the true, like the real simple definition of sober is not affected by alcohol, not drunk. So if you're telling me that you're smoking bud and you're drinking and you're getting drunk, just don't tell me that it's sober. You know, I just hate the terminology. Again, I'm not judging. I'm really not because, because listen, there are people who, who can control their limits, you know, and I have no, no fucking, I'm not hating on anybody's type of lifestyle and how they choose to live or how they choose to recover from substances. Trust me. Um, I'm the last person to be judging. I just, I always have a problem with like putting the terminology or, or the word sober with it. Like, like it's not sober though. You know what I mean? Um, so it, it's just one of those things. It's kind of misleading. And what I, what I don't want to encourage is for people to try to go this, to go this route and end up failing miserably and end up being back in this hole. And that's my biggest thing, you know, because I do know that there's a lot of people that can't, once you become a pickle, man, you can't become a cucumber. That's it. Once you make that transition, it's hard to go back. Or, or if you try to make that transition where you're just smoking butt again, but your mind goes to your regular drug of choice, like what is the, what is the good in that? You know what I mean? It's, it totally goes against progress and trying to grow as an individual because you're still fighting demons that you tried to, that you're trying to slay and it's being triggered by a substance. So but, if the, but there are plenty of people too, you know, just again, just to kind of make sure that I'm being transparent here. There are plenty of people that do get over the drugs of choice and they, and they can smoke, but, you know, it does happen, but it's such a tricky line. It's a real, real tricky line. And you got to have people that you're, that you can at least be honest with and that can hold you accountable because when it comes to addiction, man, it is no fucking joke. As we all know, it's so, so quickly things can get out of control. And the problem is, it's our way of thinking. Our voice, our addiction, if you want to look at it, is almost like a different voice. It speaks in the same voice of rational and irrational thought. So it's very easy to trick yourself into thinking like, well, this makes sense. This is logical. Yeah, I'll just smoke a little bit. Or yeah, I'll just have a drink or two. And then how quickly it turns into fucking 5, 10, 20. And before you know it, you're you're on a bender. You're going to visit uh, visit the guy on the street corner and uh and you're off to the fucking races. It happens so fast. And I've just seen it happen more times than not where people end up fighting themselves because they still want to hold on to the idea of being able to get high, being able to use, but not go back to their drug of choice and ends up becoming a complete nightmare, you know? So I'll give you a little story about myself. Um, I was nine months clean. And again, this is just me. This does not happen to everybody. I'm, I'm a pretty extreme case and I'll, and I'll be the first to admit that. I'm definitely, definitely an extreme um, addict. I have no fucking chill 
when I'm using. I mean, there's no hiding it. Uh, you know I'm using if I am, and that's it. Luckily, I've been clean eight years, but if I wasn't, you would know it. <laughs> um, so when I was clean for about nine months, uh, when I was 19, when I first started getting clean, I basically had it, you know, I was miserable. I had enough. I wasn't doing what I needed to do in my recovery. I wasn't doing well, starting to hang out with old friends again, was starting to hang out with good, my, my good friends less. So I was really trending in the wrong direction. And so I said to myself, well, you know what? I've had enough of this sober shit, man. Um, I'm over it, dude. You know, I'm just, I didn't get sober to be miserable, this blah, blah, blah type shit. You know, I was basically throwing a pity party for myself. And to be honest, I just wasn't doing the right thing. And I was looking for an excuse to get high. So that's exactly what I did. So I told myself, you know what? I'm just going to smoke. That's it. I'm just going to smoke with my boys. I'm not going to go back to the other stuff. Um, that would be that. And I made a decision. I said, this was it. I'm going to implement discipline, and that's that. So I was smoking bud with my with my boys. I was going around the circle. And within five minutes of smoking this blunt, I was already on the phone. I swear, <laughs> by, the, by the third time the blunt came around to me, I was already hitting up my connect. I was already looking for, for heroin. I mean, just like... Boom, that quickly. And uh, and I did. And I was rocked. I got rocked that night. I picked up and I was off to the races. That was it. Within five, ten minutes of me smoking bud, I already went to, to the next level. And like I said, this is pretty extreme. Um, but I've proven to myself time and time again that this is not a one-case scenario. This also happened to me when I was 18. <laughs> When I was, uh, I went to rehab when I was 18 years old and, uh, I just had the idea, you know what, I'm not going to get high or I'm just going to sell it. I'm just going to sell weed. I'm going to try to stay sober. So I was selling weed for a little bit, not too long before I said, you know what, I'm going to smoke it, whatever. Got picked up by some friends, went out, smoked that night. Grabbed a bunch of Xanax, grabbed a bunch of other pills. The next day I was in the hospital. <laughs> I mean, that quickly, man. I've just proven to myself time and time again that I can't, I cannot put substances in my body that I use as coping mechanisms for my problems. You know? Now, don't get me wrong. There are mind-altering substances if you want to consider, you know, if you really want to get technical, that I take, right? I drink coffee every morning, you know? Um, I, I have caffeine every single morning. By 9 a.m. at the latest, I got caffeine in me. You want to consider that a mind-altering substance? That's fine. But you know what? I don't use coffee to solve life problems, to be able to cope with certain things that's going on in life. And when I start smoking bud or I start drinking, there is something that happens inside of me where I just want to go all out. I'm just like, you know what? I'm at like a two right now. I'm like a normal person. They can have a drink 
or they can have a smoke and, and hang out and have a good time. And, uh, and they could just chill and that makes sense to them. It does not make any sense to me. I'm like, why? It's like, even to this day, even to this day, I'm like, what does that do? What does having a one drink or two or like one and a half, like where, where they leave it on the, on the bar or they leave it at dinner or they leave a half empty wine glass. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense to me because I'm such an extremist. Now, of course, the logical part of me is like, that's fucking awesome. Like, that's great that people can do that. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, not, not everybody's a, is an addict or is an alcoholic or is a savage. But like the addictive personality in me, the, that like, that, that part of me that still can go there. I know it's in, I know I can go there. I mean, listen, I go, I go there with fucking chocolate. I, I've been there with gambling. I've been there with things that I love. I love to do, you know, I'm an, I'm an extremist, but today I focus in on positive things and things that can actually fulfill me or, or help me out in life and be a positive contribution, you know, working on my business or, or, um, feeling like I can contribute to other people. I mean, I, I can obsess about things that are working for me, not against me. But still, I have that in me where I know for a fact, like there's just there's just no doubt about it, man. If I were to start using it, if I were to try to go to the California sober route and like get high a little bit here and there and drink, there's just no way. I just wouldn't last. It's just, there's no shot, no chance. I have totally accepted the fact that this is who I am. And they can be scary as hell to accept that when you're when you're new in recovery. And I don't tell people to go further down the line thinking about trying to get sober forever because that's not um, advice that I give to anybody. You always just take it one day at a time. It seems like oversimplification, but it's true. You don't have to worry about staying sober forever. You just have to worry about staying sober today. And that is it. There's a big difference there, you know? So if you're struggling with the idea of, man, you know, can I drink someday? Can I smoke someday? I'm trying to tell you, man, just don't even fucking worry about it. Right now, what's the task at hand? You know, and it's to do your best right now. That's it. That's all you have to worry about. But if you're really being honest with yourself, you people usually know deep down, man, I know if I take a drink right now, I know if I smoke, I know it's going to lead me to other stuff, but it's tricky, right? Because our addictive mindset, our, our addictive personality, our addictive mindset, that voice, it comes into us and it, it comes at us almost like from our logical, it sounds logical. We come up with different excuses to make it okay. It's very, very tricky shit, man. You know, and, and what I'm trying to tell you is if you're new in recovery, even like for your first year or two, like it's your, your mind, your mindset isn't quite an asset just yet. The, the newer, the newer you are in recovery, the more your mind is kind of working against you because it's very, it's, we're so used to doing things a certain way and getting a certain result in life that it's what it knows how to do. You know, I, I knew how to get high. I knew how to sell drugs. I knew how to get what I wanted in manipulative ways. And so my mindset was constantly set to that. I wasn't used to thinking in a healthy, positive way. I wasn't used to thinking 
and uh, how I can cope and have healthy coping skills with the issues in my life, whether it be anger or sadness or lo being lonely. I mean, hell, I didn't even know how to handle certain emotions because I was numb for so long. So when things like this come up, the topic of California sober, can I, can I get high in a, in a safe way? Man, I'm so careful with what I tell people, you know, I can, I'm only giving my opinion. And this is just my, this is my story. This is just me and, and how I think about it because it's just a very tricky thing. There's a very fine line and, um, and I would really hate to tell people, yeah, you know, someday, sure, you'll be able to smoke again or you'll be able to drink again. Because for a lot of people, that's just not the case. You know? Now, like I said, there are people that do go the harm reduction route and, and it works for them. And that's fucking great. You know, mazel tov. Like, that's, like, cool. You know, I got no issues for, for people that can... Um, can, can just smoke or like where it's not an issue in their life and they don't use it as a vice and it's not and it doesn't become problematic. But what I do know too from personal experience is man, if you allow your mind to, to fuck with you long enough, we just trade addictions. I don't think you ever get rid of an addiction. I think you just got to trade it for, for healthier ones. And I know if I'm trying to trade it for a for a lesser evil, eventually I'm just going to go back to my drug of choice. You know, that's my truth. Not, not universal. It's not everybody's truth, but this is, but that's what I think about the, the topic at hand, you know, and, um, definitely not judging anybody that, that smokes and like it works for them and recover is in recovery from heroin, but they smoke bud like, bro, listen, that's a fucking win. That is a huge win, you know. Uh, matter of fact, I coach I coach some people that are like that. I coach some people that decide that they're going to smoke, and uh, and it works for them, you know. And uh, and they're not trying to get sober from everything. They're just trying to get sober from uh, from certain things. But it's very very tricky. Very got to be very careful with that sort of thing. You got to have true true self awareness. You know, and uh, very hard to get there when you're new in recovery because, again, our mindset is just so manipulative. We're so used to bullshitting ourselves. So, um, well, listen, guys, you know, I uh, hope everyone is having a tremendous day. And um, like I was saying before, if you need help, um, you know somebody who's struggling, you can give my phone a ring or a text. My number is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. All right, guys, I'm out. Have a great day.